Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that way. And as I bring on my guy Scoopy, Brandon Robinson, you can catch him on MSG. You can catch him as a writer uh, for Basketball Society Online as the Scoopy Radio Podcast on Twitter. It is Scoopy. And like myself, he went to Hofstra as well. Scoop, what's up, bro? How you doing? Man, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. How you doing? <laughs> you, so you bring, you're bringing up uh, I get around lines. I like it. Look at that. You didn't know that I was going to know that, did you? I did know that, but I got that from my mama. My mama used to say that. I like it. I like that a lot, dude. You you're you're blowing up, and I'm love I'm loving watching what's uh, what's happening with your career. Uh, first, I'll just start off by saying, real proud of everything you're doing, man. So uh, first, just just keep it all up, and I'm excited uh, to see where everything continues to grow for you. Thank you, my brother. God is good. I'm just putting in the work, and uh, good opportunities are coming my way, and uh, glad to have fellow Hofstra alum uh, cheering me on. Yeah, man, it's been awesome. All right, so the L.A. Lakers, um, obviously the season is done. None of it worked out. Let me do this. Why? Why didn't it work out in your estimation? I mean, the biggest thing was the injury on Christmas Day. Yeah. I, I literally felt like I was watching the movie Rookie of the Year when Henry Rowan Gardner fell over that baseball. And uh, <laughs> when LeBron <laughs> hurt his groin, you knew it was bad. Yeah, and then yep, you go into the Anthony Davis situation. I can tell you for those who are listening, I've been on the Anthony Davis train since about October thirteenth, October fourteenth, twenty eighteen, uh, and you know was reporting then that the Lakers were trying to make a deal in season uh, to to get Anthony Davis. So I think the combination of the Anthony Davis trade rumors and LeBron James being hurt changed the trajectory because then even at the beginning of the season, like preseason, etc. The Lakers struggled in the preseason in the early part of the season, and they kind of got it together around a little bit after Thanksgiving. Then Christmas They happened. did. Yeah, no, I mean, Christmas happens. I, I agree with you. That does all happen. Um, all right, so with that being said, and I agree, you know, missing, you know, the six weeks of action and 18 games, LeBron comes back, he's never the same. How would you kind of quantify or qualify 
what LeBron has been. Take away the injury. What has he been in L.A.? Because I, I, I kind of have an analogy for this, but I, I want to hear yours first. I think it's different. I mean, when you, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. LeBron James has always brought Madison Avenue to him. Los Angeles is media market number two. Cleveland, I don't know where it is. Miami's got to be top six. L.A. is the first time in history that, in his estimation, at least locally, where he's not able to control the narrative. And so there's more pressure going in because you're bringing in as the Lakers a 16-year vet who has a name. Kobe, they built, or, or at least housed him like the Yankees held the original guys of Gier and Bernie Williams, etc. cetera. Um, Shaq was brought in, but it was a different story. He hadn't brought, won any championships yet. LeBron had won championships, had a legacy, is still booming. It's different. It's different, and it's not a complete project. And I think, you know, people who thought year one was supposed to be, you know, uh, a championship, I think that's unrealistic. You didn't think he heard his groin, though. So, I mean, I, I think year one, LeBron James fits in as an OG to these young guys. But those young guys, some of them were expected to get traded. So it's a different ball game now. Are you a fan? And again, this is Scoopy, Brandon Robinson, joining me, calling the shots, Keith Irizarry. I see you get into conversations on social media, and some people hate it, and some people love the conversation. Let's start this way. Are you a fan of the MJ-LeBron debate? Like, do you like having that conversation? I covered both. Uh, For those who are not not familiar with me and my work, I started in the business as a 12-year-old kid. I had a radio show with the Nets when I was a kid and was in the NBA locker room interviewing players back then. I'm 34 now. I'll be 34 in May. Um, Understand LeBron because we're the same age. I think they are the goats of their respective eras, but I don't think you can can compare their skill sets. Um, LeBron is more magic than he is Michael. Michael is Michael. The closest to Michael is Kobe. End of discussion. Scoop B Radio. Wow, you just you you're gonna drop it like that? Just end of discussion. We're gonna no, I mean right I, I, I did not not with you. <laughs> I think that people people just your tops. I know you. Are. I think people just love comparisons. I love music, but to put Alicia Keys in a box, you can't do it. Right. You know, Alicia Keys is a pianist. She's a singer. She can rap a little bit. She can play classical music. She can host award shows. But to put her in one box and any of those things I mentioned, can't do it. LeBron is magic. LeBron is Barkley. LeBron is, 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 is Penny Hardaway, is Tracy McGrady, is Kobe in one. But he is an abstract painting of all those things. He's not one thing. Michael is Michael. Michael set the trends. Michael is the reason why players get sneaker contracts. Michael um, realized that he was a brand before a lot of these other people did. While Magic and Bird saved the league, Michael made it boom in the 90s with David Stern. And if it wasn't for Michael, LeBron wouldn't have the inflated shoe deal that he has. Um, but the thing about it is, again, Kobe plays more like Michael than Michael than, than LeBron plays like Michael. I think LeBron looked up to Michael, but I don't think he plays like Michael. But Michael is the standard. And Michael is the standard because he was undefeated in the finals. He won six championships. Um, but Michael had to win old heads over once, you know, Michael, Michael had to take what the baton was given to him from, from Magic and Bird. 
Um, people just gave it to Michael or to LeBron or tried to give it to him because he was a self-proclaimed king. But LeBron was the man coming in into the league. Michael wasn't the man like that in the 80s when he came in. He was the man he built the cred over the 90s and, and beyond as the top player. So there's differences there. So here's a weird, a weird way as I'm listening to you. So uh, you broke down, you know, like Magic Bird, Jordan, and then you got like the Kobe, MJ, uh, LeBron stuff, right? So in this most recent generation, and if we want to include like Kevin Durant, Steph Curry as part of this LeBron generation, LeBron's the best player. Which one of those guys is the most important to the sport of basketball? Because I feel like there's different ways you can go with this. At a Magic Bird, Michael LeBron. No, 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 no. No, the more re- no, no, no. The recent guys. If I go LeBron, Steph, and I'll even throw like Durant, but it's not really him. It's really I'm I'm trying to make a point that Steph Curry is as important to the current He's a bridge NBA gapper. as LeBron ever was. He's a bridge gapper. He's he's Allen Iverson meets Reggie Miller, literally. Oh, uh, see, I I don't know if I... see. All right, I'm not even a Steph guy. All right, like I am a LeBron guy. I've always been a LeBron guy. You told your story about like when you were a child reporter. I was 21 years old covering the ABCD camp at Fairleigh Dickinson University. LeBron was 17. Uh, that was when I was still playing ball like crazy. In between one of the sessions, I'm shooting around with John Outlaw, who is Travis Outlaw's older brother. Wow. And, yeah, and LeBron, this, he, you're going to love this story. So LeBron had his broken wrist, and he wasn't playing at the camp, but he was hanging out. He comes over, and he knew who John was. So he says, you guys mind if I shoot around with you? And I know who LeBron is. I cover the sport, you know, all that kind of stuff. So he comes over. And he's shooting around with us, and dude, I catch fire. I'm hitting, I'm wet. Every shot's going in. They start joking around about whether or not I could dunk. And like, I, I know, I know your boy Jake Brown knows this. I can jump, I can leap. Um, and I'm 21 years old, so I go up, I catch a dunk. These guys go crazy. And as LeBron's walking away, I go, "This is really cheesy." But can you sign my magazine? I got the slam in my bag. So he signed, he signed the slam magazine, the one that had him and Sebastian Telfair on the front. And I have a frame in my mm-hmm. office at, at my house. Um, but since that day, I have been as much of a LeBron apologist as, as I could possibly be. But my point of telling that story is this. I, Keith Irizarry, at five foot ten, could never even imagine being LeBron James. There's a reason why I grew up a fan of Allen Iverson. Because... There was a belief that I could be him. So my point is, is Steph Curry changed the NBA and made it a shooting league, and he's like quasi short and skinny. That's my point. Is sure. is there something to be said that Steph Curry is just as important to this generation of the NBA as LeBron? Oh yeah, he he's the fanfare for the common man. I think, and it's not just the style of play. I think it's his lifestyle. He has a wife that's pretty and desirable. He has young kid, kids who are marketable. And Riley Curry is Riley Curry. She's the bomb.com. Um, but Steph Curry on the court is every YMCA player's dream. Um, he's relatable. He's marketable. He can play. He has versions of his sneakers that are affordable under, under armor. They're not Nike, Adidas, or Reebok. Um, and I think that the, the, the Warriors have changed the culture of basketball. If you go to Rucker Park, you go to the Cage, you go to West Fourth, you go to the YMCA. Big men are taking jumpers just as much as little men are taking jumpers. Um, and that culture of basketball has changed. I think it's going to change again in the next two to three years with big men. Um, but I do think that Steph Curry is a bridge uh, the same way I think Tim Duncan was a bridge between Michael Iverson and Shaq. 
I think Curry is that wedge there too in the LeBron era. Um, because if if Steph if if Kyrie Irving and some of those other guys in the Cavs got hadn't gotten hurt, we not we might not. And if Steph Curry had stayed injured um, earlier in his career, we'd be talking about the Cavaliers as a dynasty, not the Warriors. His story is what is encouraging to a lot of everyday people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Again, he is Scoopy, Brandon Robinson. Uh, you watch him on MSG. You read his work on Basketball Society online. He's all over the place uh, with his uh, Scoopy radio podcast. Uh, joining me, calling the shots, Keith Irizarry. What do you make of the Eastern Conference now? If I, if I, like, this is a gambling network. There are a bunch of shows on this network that actually only talk gambling or fantasy sports. My show is a little bit different, but being a gambling network, if I said, Scoop, you got to put your own money, the, the, the money you earn and you work hard for on an Eastern Conference team to win the East, who is it? So it's only one? Yeah, I, I, I'm. You got to put whatever amount of money it is—a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever it is—your money on one. The team Milwaukee to Bucks. The Go ahead. Why? The Milwaukee Bucks, because I like the, what they built in the off season, um, and I like Giannis. I was crazy about Giannis last year. I just don't think his mental caught up with his body in the NBA game yet. I, I'm impressed with him this season, and I'm impressed with him this season because everybody thought that the Celtics were just going to run through things. The Sixers got better. The Raptors have been the most consistent, though. And so when I look at the fact that many people pay attention to James Harden potentially being the NBA's MVP, um, I think Giannis Antetokounmpo is up there just as much as Paul George, although I think Giannis has been the most consistent. I like the fact that they brought in Brooke Lopez. Um, I like the fact that they brought in Emily Miritich as well. Um, And I I like George Hill. Um, and I just like the way that Budenholzer um, has guided this team, a team that Jason Kidd built in his image and now is seeing the fruits, kind of like how Sam Hinkie seeing the Sixers bearing the, the fruits of his labor back then. But I like them because they're young, they're exciting, and they play inside-outside, and it's not just the built about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Chris Middleton is there too. Brooke Lopez is there too. I like the way that they spread the floor. I like the way that they run. I like the way they play in the half court. And I think they're going to give people problems in the playoffs. Dude, you brought up Jason Kidd, so I got to bring back something. I saw you t- uh, tweeting about it, whether it was yesterday or today. Uh, Luke Walton, he's going to lose his job. We all know that. Is Jason Kidd really going to be – if you were putting like odds on this, is, is, he the, is he the favorite to be the Lakers coach next year? There are some odds makers that are saying Jason Kidd, as much as LeVar Ball could be that guy. Um, but what I can tell you is people that I've spoken to um, that are close to Jason Kidd have said that you know the, the two – both Jason Kidd and LeBron James – wanted to be teammates when they played in the league, and this would be a consolation prize. Uh, a guy that is a player's coach. It didn't work out in Brooklyn. It ended Skyward in, in Milwaukee. Um, but I do think that the Lakers is intriguing, number one, because Jason Kidd is from Northern California. The Lakers play in Southern California. But he and Magic do have a relationship. Uh, but I wouldn't sleep on the notion that Mark Jackson is up there to do. Mark Jackson has something to prove. Um, and for years, he's been passed off by jobs because of a lot of internal things that are going on within the league. Uh, but Jason Kidd, I think, will be an interesting guy, a case study, number one, because everybody likes to compare him to Lonzo Ball or Lonzo Ball to Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is older. Um, and I do think that there are some coaching philosophies that Kidd could bring in, particularly um, how the big man is able to run with the ball. Um, you saw in Brooklyn how much um, 
Andre Blatch when focus was beneficial to that Nets team, as well as Darren Williams and Joe Johnson. Um, he kind of lets players free flow uh, and understands that this league is a player's league and, and adjusts accordingly. He's a pro. The Lakers are a bubble team, and the Lakers have some young studs as well as LeBron James that um, could play beneath their privilege this year, and they're going to have fire lit under their butts just like J.C. Kidd is going to have a fire lit under his butt if he's hired. So I can tell you that, you know, if offered the job, a league source told me yesterday, uh, he would consider the opportunity of, of a Lakers uh, meeting and potentially becoming the head coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't understand why he would turn that down. I'm with you. Scoop, Scoop you're the man, bro. Uh, love that I got you on the program. We will 100% talk again very soon. Keep up all the great work, man. Thank you, brother. And honor. keep doing your thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. There he is, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Scoop B. Radio. Oh Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.